Hi, it's Nikki here and I'm jumping in just before the episode begins to let you know that from the 5th to the 18th of September 2022, the doors are open to the Thrive First Method and you can join us anytime. The link is in the show notes or you can just head to www.tlb.org.uk forward slash TT checkout. To help you decide if it's right for you, I have recorded a series of podcast episodes. So that's from episode 94 to episode 97. And in these, I've covered every question I've been asked. I've brought on my clients as special guests so that you can hear what it's really like when we do this work together. So I hope whatever episode you're about to listen to today serves you, regardless of whether you're joining us or not. And if you are, I cannot wait to welcome you in. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome back to the Inner Work Conversation. I am Nikki Cross and today I want to talk to you about the three most common productivity mistakes that I see my people make before they start using the Thrive First method. Um, I'm not going to faff around with the intro on this one, let's dive straight in. Number one, when they write their to-do lists, I see them keep things nice and vague. So that could sound like, you know, sort out little Johnny starting school in September, plan the family holiday, um, make a start on that project. And firstly, if this is you, I want to let you know there's a good reason that you are doing that. You're you're already feeling overwhelmed by all of the things that you've got to do. And so therefore, it would make logical sense. Why would I be specific? Why would I go into the specifics of each one of those items? Because all that's going to do is extend each of those items out, which is going to then further overwhelm me. So that's like the logical justification. There might be other reasons why you might not be specific. But I want to let you know that by you keeping things nice and vague, you are really fucking yourself over, like really fucking yourself over. Because what that means is, even if you tried to make a start on one of those things that you've listed, you're going to sit down and go to make a start and be like, I don't even know where to begin. I don't even know where, I don't even know where, like that thing has got 20 items on it. And actually one is conditional based on the other thing being done. So there's no order to it. There's no priority. And so we really screw ourselves over when we keep things nice and vague, when we keep things so that we actually can't execute on them. Other reasons why you might do that, you might actually be scared of doing it. So you might actually be like, or you might be so used to having a certain identity that you want to uphold that identity. So let's address those things. Yeah. So if you're scared, like you might feel like, oh, that's a thing that I could fail at or someone could reject me or um, maybe actually I could do that really well, but that then leads me on to this next thing that I might, <laughs> you might be scared of your own success. That happens quite a lot. Um, acknowledging that is really important. Like acknowledging that and being like, okay, I'm intimidated and actually giving yourself the time to support yourself through those particular things that you've got to do is going to be the thing that's important. And all of this is work that we do with the Thrive First Method, but I want to bring this to the NOI conversation so, just so that you can identify with it, right? That's the beginning. The beginning is raising your self-awareness, right? And um, what was the other thing I said? Oh, the identity bit, right? So you might always say things about yourself like, oh, I never follow through, or I'm always late, or you might just say these things off the cuff, but notice the trends of how you describe yourself. Because naturally as humans, we like to be right about who we are. Um, and so we will perpetuate typically what we say about ourselves. So if you're someone who always says, 
oh, I've always, I've never got my shit together or I never follow through or I'm always running late, then it's likely that you're going to be approaching your things to do and keeping things nice and vague so that you can uphold this version of you that isn't following through. And that might sound counterintuitive, but a lot of the time it's the mind drama that keeps us in this space of not actually breaking out of an identity because that identity might help you relate to other people. You might be in a group of mates or your family who, if you do start being a really um, on top of things, calm, happy version of yourselves, of yourself, sorry, the conversation that you're having with other people might, they might always be in this conversation of, oh yeah, I'm so, so busy. If you suddenly turn around and say, do you know what? I'm not, I'm actually on top of things at the moment. It might cast you out of that conversation. So all of these things are really subconscious and under the radar, but I want to bring them into your awareness. Um, So that's the first point. The first point is keeping things nice and vague. And my advice on that before we move on, and this is going to be a short episode, is just list out. Like when you've got something on your to-do list that says something like, um, I'm just looking at what a client sent me here, um, cancel bills, etc. Okay, well, what bills? List them out. What does etc mean? Etc is going to be something that overwhelms your brain to fuck. Like, list them out and allow yourself. I'm going to move into my next point now because it links in so beautifully. Allow yourself to understand that once you've listed everything out and you have been nice and specific, so you haven't been all vague so that you can't follow through, once you've listed them out, Inside the Thrive First Method, we do that every Friday. We brain dump everything, knowing, knowing that on Monday, when we come together for hour one, we are going to allow our future self, our Monday self, to pick up that brain dump list and make executive decisions. So this is really important. When I'm saying to you in that point one, don't leave things nice and vague, actually specify, actually list them out. Please know that if you don't pair that with the next point I'm about to make, yeah, you, you know, you're at risk of potentially over, overwhelming yourself a little bit further because you've got to know what to do with that list, with that specific list. So what we do in hour one every single week is the four Ds. Am I going to do it? Am I going to delegate it to someone else? Am I going to defer it to my future self or am I going to delete it? There are things that will you will put on your brain dump that aren't actually things. So something that came up for a client of mine recently when we looked at her brain dump together was... I'm off week commencing the whatever, 25th of August, right? That's not a thing to do. That's just something that was energetically weighing on our heads. And something I encourage my clients to put down in their brain dump is anything that is energetically weighing on you so that on Monday you can pick that up and be like, that could be deleted. That's not even a thing to execute or do or think about, right? So it's allowing yourself to see that all of these items that are parked in your brain, like a little car park, don't actually require space, right? But other things do delegate, defer, delete actually making decisions. What out of all of this brain dump am I going to do this week? How am I going to do it? When am I going to do it? All of these decisions I help you make with the Thrive First Method. What am I going to delegate to someone else? You don't have to do it all yourself. You can pay for support if you are privileged enough to do so. You can ask people around you who love you so much for support. Sometimes we cling on so tightly to things ourselves that we don't even allow other people to support us. And yes, there is a way to delegate things that is effective. And yes, there is a way to delegate things to others that is ineffective and can actually 
put more work on your plate. Again, we teach this inside the Thrive First Method. Am I going to defer it? Am I going to defer it to my future self? So on that brain dump list, what we don't do with that brain dump list is try and wedge it all into our week. Instead, what we do is we go, oh, okay, so I can see that I'm not for everything I've dumped down, I'm not going to be able to do it all this week. So I am going to have to decide what I'm going to do. Yeah. But what I'm going to delegate, what, sorry, what I'm going to defer to my future self. That is so, so important because what it's helping your mind to rationalize is I'm not going to do it all at once, but instead what I am going to do is defer it to my future self and allow myself to mentally park it. So instead of being like, okay, I've got all of these things to do and it's weighing energetically down, like think about, think of it as carrying a backpack around. You don't have to carry that backpack around all week. You can decide I'm going to defer it and therefore put the backpack on a shelf and you can put it on a shelf that you can see, right? There it is over there on the shelf. I've said that I'm not going to do those things and I'm just going to leave them there till next Friday when I do my next brain dump. I'm going to pick them back up and the Monday after I'm going to decide what I'm going to do with them. That's how it works inside the Thrive First Method, right? And what's the last common thing where I see people really screw themselves over? Oh, yeah, probably the most important one. The last way that I see people really screwing themselves over in terms of productivity is not factoring in time for your humanness. You are not a machine, right? <laughs> You're not a robot. And so what we can often fall into the trap of doing when we're trying to plan and when we're feeling overwhelmed is we can fall into the trap of planning for ourselves like a robot, like an like a... um some sort of machine that doesn't have emotions and doesn't have feelings, you are going to be unmotivated. There are going to be things on your to-do list that you haven't factored in that might intimidate you or might um, bring out emotions in you. Like, so for example, something I was discussing with a friend the other day was that she was having to sort out a nan's funeral. That is, That does not carry the same energetic weight as send an email to a client. They are too energetically, they might take the same amounts of time, but energetically they carry different requirements of you. They tax you in very different ways emotionally. And so to not make allowances and time, literally time, to be able to support yourself through the things identifying in your to-do list, what is intimidating to me, what is going to bring about emotion in me, and not actually factoring in the time to support yourself in doing that, you are doing yourself a disservice and you are screwing yourself over in the execution of those tasks. You're not actually setting yourself up to win because you're not giving yourself the time and the support in order to be able to see those things through in a way that acknowledges your humanness and maintains a state of well-being for you. And you're probably not going to be able to execute on them because you're not giving yourself the time and the capacity for that support. So they are the three things that I wanted to bring to you in this very short episode today. The three things that I am very proud of that we work on together inside the Thrive First Method. Let me summarize them and let me revisit anything that I might have missed off. Problem number one, we keep things nice and vague so we don't go into the specifics of it. What I've done in this episode is explain why I think I see people doing this and what to do about it. So really getting into the specifics of if you said organize the holiday, breaking that down into the steps. And sometimes 
being, you know, allowing yourself to not know all of the steps and to just be like, well, I know that this is step one and trusting that if I take step one, step two will unfold and allowing for that in, instead of going into, you know, I've said on the one hand, don't, you know, don't keep things nice and vague, do be specific. Sometimes you're not going to know what the next steps are. So allowing yourself to take one step after the other, trusting that they will unfold. So number one, keeping things nice and vague. Number two, doing it all with no concept of do, delegate, delete, or defer. Inside the Thrive First Method, that is exactly what we do in hour one. We take that brain dump and we make decisions on it for your week. And yeah, your week is going to change. Things are going to happen that you didn't account for, but you can keep doing that practice of, okay, well, something's changing my day. What am I now going to push out? How am I going to make adjustments? How can I plan for the least motivated version of myself, the most um, scared or intimidated or emotional version of myself. And that leads me into summarizing the, the last point, not factoring in your humanness, not factoring in yourself. You are not a robot. You are not a machine. You are not put on this planet to, as your to-do lists bitch, right? And I know that you might be listening to this episode thinking, yeah, that's all very well and good, but all of these things have got to get done and I'm the only one who can do them. That may well be true, but if any of you have been following me on social media for a long time, you will remember my Venn diagram. So imagine two circles that cross over in the middle. One part of the Venn is life. One part of the Venn is business. And in the middle is you. If you do not plan to thrive first, and again, inside the Thrive First Method, we actually identify what thrive, what thriving actually looks like to you. If you do not factor in thriving first, you can kiss that to-do list goodbye because you're not going to be in a mental, emotional, spiritual, or physical state to be able to execute it because that's what burnout does to people. That's what burnout does. That's what stress does to people, right? And to round off that point, a lot of people who come to me for the first time, they actually don't know what thriving looks like to them. They don't know. They're so disconnected from goals that are meaningful to them. That is what the Thrive First Method helps you to figure out. It helps you to figure out what is thriving to me, not in a perfect, idealistic future version of myself, but me with my life circumstances right now. What does thriving look like to me right now when I've got all this shit going on with a family member or all that stuff going on with changing from one job to the other? What does thriving look like in this moment for me? And what are my goals that are meaningful to me? So we do a whole method called the zoom out method, which enables you to zoom out, connect to that bigger vision, and then zoom back in and be like, well, if I was just going to execute on that over the next month, what would that look like? And we set about high value activities that help you on your way. All of that to say, that doesn't detract away from your burdensome, normal, run-of-the-mill, day-to-day, business-as-usual to-do list, which is what we're talking about in this episode, all of which we help you to execute on inside the Thrive First Method. If this episode has resonated with you, the doors are opening in September. I'm going to leave the link in the show notes so that you can register your interest. Or if you're listening to this episode after September 2022, the link in the show notes will take you straight to the joining page where you'll be able to join us for the future rounds. Nevertheless, I hope that this episode has served you today. I hope you've taken something from it that you can actually practically apply into life and business straight away. That is always my intention for you here on the Inner Work Conversation. So with that, please never forget, I am always, always cheering you on. And I hope that you are cheering you on too.
thank you for being here with me today all the way to the end. My goal is to get this podcast into the ear holes of everyone who would benefit from hearing it. So I have a request for you. Please could you share this episode by clicking the share link and sending it to a friend, a colleague, and for bonus points, leave me a review on iTunes or tag me over on Instagram. If you want to contact me, the best place to find me is over on Instagram, or you can just mail me direct on contact at tlb.org.uk. All the links are in the show notes. So until the next episode, have an intentional day. I am cheering you on.